Welcome back to Millennials Guide to Movies, episode 52, and we are going back into our deep dives, and today we're focusing on the newest Ghostbusters movie and the first Ghostbusters movie. That's right. So Taylor and I just saw the new Ghostbusters Afterlife, so this is kind of like a new movie review, which Mm -hmm. we've never done. Mm -hmm. And we're going to review the old classic, the 1984 Mm -hmm. groundbreaking Ghostbusters. (laughs) Groundbreaking film. It is, actually. Mm -hmm. It was really the first comedy to use special effects. Yeah. Which was unheard of at that time, but now they do it all the time. Mm -hmm. It's like common. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so we're going to look at the relaunch of the franchise with afterlife which mm-hmm. was we saw it we liked it yeah but be forewarned there are spoilers in this app because we discussed the movie in full including the ending mm-hmm. and the end credit scene mm-hmm. so <laughs> uh yeah we're just gonna dive in here and of course say happy holidays to everyone happy holidays guys <laughs> yeah we'll try and pump out another one uh pretty soon probably but, uh, soon yeah. yeah taylor's on break from college so maybe but, a special christmas episode ooh, we don't know maybe christmas movies or maybe, something that'd maybe. be cool we could do a Christmas story or something mm-hmm. like that. Ralphie. <laughs> anyway, I digress. So we're going to start with Ghostbusters in 1984. What is the plot in case there's someone who's living under a rock who hasn't seen it? <laughs> um, the, there's three down-on-their-luck college professors start a ghost-trapping business in New York City. <laughs> That's right. And what is the theme of the film, Taylor? Uh, it's never too late to change careers. That's what I got out of it. Uh, at the beginning of the movie, they're like these three parapsychologists and they're teaching, I think at Columbia University and they get fired cause they're, they're running all these, remember that, uh, test that Bankman's shocking, like his students, shocking with, students yeah, yeah. about ESP. So <laughs> they get fired and like, well, what are we going to do? And, um, they're real big, uh, into the occult and ghosts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And the beginning of the movie is actually qu- pretty scary. Yeah. Um, there's this woman in the library who's like a ghost and she like turns into like, kinda this scary. demon. Yeah. And I think that's why I like the first one better. It was legitimately scary. The second one. I don't even know if I've seen the second one. No, no, no. Maybe. The Afterlife. Oh, Afterlife. Yeah, I didn't think it was that scary. Mm, I jumped like once or twice, yeah. but not like super scary. I mean, then again, I never really thought the first one was scary either. Just because when I saw it, I knew how good graphics like effects could be and like yeah. seeing those i was just like yeah. oh my gosh so fake <laughs> those were i mean but those at the time were yeah i'm tech. sure at the time it was scary yeah <laughs> uh i found this alternate possible theme because there are a lot of themes to it and i saw an author say that it's a uh, ghostbusters is a satire on academia intellectuals city government tax professionals and apathetic new yorkers because <laughs> as you know Taylor, you've been in new york you can pretty much do whatever you want. There. Yeah. Like, nobody cares. Nobody bothers you. <laughs> no. You know, unless you're on the subway, these, I guess. These poor New Yorkers, though, they keep having disasters. A, yeah. Apocalyptic events going on yeah. in the city. I don't know why Hollywood can't think of like disaster films to occur anywhere else. I know. But New York or like LA. Mm-hmm. Like, you never see it like in Topeka, Kansas. No. <clears throat> Anyways. Or Tampa. <laughs> right, right. Uh, budget, Taylor. Uh, the budget was $25 million and it made $295 million, which is an insane return on investment. Yeah, and I read somewhere that adjusted for inflation, it's Columbia Pictures' highest grossing movie ever. Wow. So, I mean, it just goes to show you a movie that probably nobody really believed in other than the people making it. Like yeah. Like Ivan Reitman, the director, mm-hmm. made almost $300 million in 1984, yeah. which is amazing. Uh, best casting movie, Taylor? Bill Murray. Yeah. Per usual, Peter as Bankman. Peter Bankman. Yeah. Steals the movie. <laughs> he's just really funny. He just has a natural charm charm and, and wit. And he's very mm-hmm. funny. I mean, I, he's still acting in like Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, like yeah. He's kind of like, I mean, I feel like the um, Dan Aykroyd isn't really. Yeah, he was acting. in Zombieland too. Remember the first one? Oh, yeah. yeah. I completely as forgot. As Bill Murray. Yeah. As Bill Murray, yeah. 
Yeah, um, but uh, Rick Moranis is Lewis Tully, also absolutely incredible and hilarious. For if you have a chance, and we used to do this, <laughs> Uncle Andrew and I, his possessed demonic run through Central Park <laughs> is hilarious because it's almost like he's trying to run like a dog, but he's running like as a human would yep. as a dog. It's just hilarious. Worst casting move, Taylor. Um, this is, I was surprised you came to this well, one. I didn't know who, everyone else is so good at it. Yeah. Um, Sigourney Weaver as Dan, Dana Barrett. Um, my dad was saying she's a great actress, like aliens and working girl, but yep. I agree that they don't really give her character a lot of depth. She's more of just kind of like a, like a romantic, a, yeah, romantic interest. And it's, it's like, he's just in it for the chase. You right. Know? And basically she just gets possessed. I mean, that's really all it. She does in the movie. Yeah. Um, she's a great actress. She did a good job. I just didn't think she had a lot to work with. Yeah, not they didn't really like give her much of a yeah. personality yeah. or anything. She was just more Bill Murray's love interest. Yep. But yep. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, she didn't have a lot of depth other than changing into a demonized dog. <laughs> so uh, memorable quotes. Uh, some really good memorable quotes. It was really hard to pick my favorite three. <laughs> so I mean, obviously, you know, he slimed me and all the usual. But these, yeah. these are some of the. Other ones that I like. Do you want to be Ray or Peter? Uh, I like. Who do you want to be? Uh, I'll be Peter. Okay. Good. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> Come in, Ray. Fankman, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. It's right here, Ray. <laughs> it's looking at me. He's an ugly little spud, isn't he? <laughs> I think he can hear you, Ray. <laughs> and then he slimes. And then Slimer just yeah. comes running at him. Yeah, it's hilarious. That's amazing. I, I think he can hear you, Ray. He's like, he's an ugly little spud, isn't he? Like so that funny. bit. <clears throat> now, this next one I had to put in for Corbin, who was on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess when he was in a frat at Clemson, you had to learn this speech word for word verbatim, and you had to say it when you were really? drunk. Really? Yeah, like he would make That's a, terrible. He'd make the pledges memorize this speech. <laughs> I'll uh, be Spangler. No, you want to Spangler? You could recite it. All right, go ahead. The, uh, this is he's interviewing uh, Lewis. Rick Moran, or yeah, Lewis, because he's possessed by this demon. Yeah, Vince, you said you were waiting for a sign. What sign are you waiting for? Gozer the Traveler. He comes in one of the pre-chosen forms. During the rectification of the Voldrani, the Traveler came as a large and moving Torg. <laughs> then, during the third reconciliation of the last of the McKetrick supplements, <laughs> they chose a new form for him, that of a giant slur. Many Shubes and Zulls knew what it was to be roasted in the depths of the slur that day, I can tell you. <laughs> Imagine memorizing that. And I cannot. <laughs> yeah, and you had to recite it like when everyone made it. There's know. a reason I'm not in Greek life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to have to do stupid things for the, for the enjoyment amusement. of others. Yeah, <laughs> I just think that's a great quote. Like Whoever came up with that. I know, it's, it's so ridiculous. Uh, this last one I think is underrated too. Do you want to be the man in the elevator or a bankman? I'll be the man in the elevator. Alright, go ahead. So this is whenever they go to the first job at the bus, hotel. Yeah, bus a ghost uh, Slimer mm -hmm. at the hotel and they're in their ridiculous gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jumpsuits and, and there's like a bunch of people just at the hotel just trying to relax. Yeah, so. yeah, and have a party. Proton packs. Uh, this is the man at the elevator. What are you supposed to be? Some kind of a cosmonaut? <laughs> no, we're exterminators. Someone saw a cockroach up on 12. That's gotta be some cockroach. Bite your head off, man. <laughs> it's gotta be some cockroach. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's great. Uh, trivia, Taylor. Uh, almost none of the scenes were filmed as scripted. Most had at least one ad lib. Most of Bill Murray's lines are ad libs. Yeah, and you I can, believe you can tell that watching the movie. Like just really funny, spontaneous mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, next bit of trivia, Taylor. 
the character of Winston was meant to have joined the team much earlier and would have been slimed at the hotel when Eddie Murphy declined the role. The script was rewritten to have Winston appear about halfway through the film. Yeah, there was a whole backstory on Winston. Like he was in the Air Force before oh. he worked there, and they had like this whole storyline behind him. But I guess whenever Eddie Murphy declined it, yeah. they shortened it for whatever reason and. Ernie Hudson got yeah. the job, and he's great. He's and, great, yeah. And he's in the afterlife as well, mm-hmm. as is Bill Murray. But yeah. Yeah, it's just interesting that he was going to be uh, Honestly, more Honestly, I think detailed. the guy that they got to play with Winston was better yeah. than Eddie Murphy. Eddie, I mean, I love Eddie Murphy. <clears throat> yeah, but he like, would have been funny. Yeah. I feel like he would have, like, I don't know. He might have overshadowed, yeah. But I would have thought, because he's kind of similar to, like, Bill Murray with, like, his kind of, like, comedy. You yeah. Know? So yeah. he probably would have been, like. Too much. Too, yeah. yeah, exactly. The next bit I threw on for Taylor, you've been here, right? Mm-hmm, I did. I took <laughs> pictures in it. <laughs> she did a New York City tour or something? Yeah, I went on a film tour when I went to New York once, and there's, like, the real, like, Ghostbusters, like, headquarters. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's not really the Ghostbusters. Right, <laughs> but the, do the tribute thing. Uh, exterior scenes of the Ghostbuster headquarters were filmed at the Hook and Ladder Number 8 Firehouse in the Tribeca section of New York City. Inside the firehouse are Ghostbusters sign and photos taken with the cast and crew. Right. I don't know if it's an actual working firehouse now. Mm. I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, I know when I took pictures on like the ago? outside. Yeah, like 2015 or something like uh, that. I know you can go take a picture in front of it. Yeah, and in front yeah. of it. But <clears throat> yeah, so that's kind of cool that they like, you know, filmed it on site. Yeah, in, in a like, real firehouse. In New York City. Yeah. It's so cool. Uh, Sequels, Taylor. Uh, Yes, three. Ghostbusters 2 in 1989, which I've never even seen. It's kind of funny. It's got some. Is it still in New York? Yeah, it's it's good. It's Mm. good. And then Ghostbusters, like all female reboot, which I think had like. Was Melissa McCarthy in yeah, it? Yeah, like Kristen Wiig. And... It had like a lot of like, you know. <clears throat> famous actresses. Famous comedians and everything, but it, I think it was just supposed to be like. Like, it was just completely separated from the other two. Yeah. It, was, it was basically just copying it, but, yeah. like, making it, like, nothing like yeah. the other ones. I didn't even yeah. see it. It was definitely nothing, because it like the other ones, because it wasn't funny. Yeah. Like, I didn't laugh once. Oh, you saw it? I had to turn it off. I was two hours in, and I was like, this is terrible. Really? Yeah. Oh, I or maybe even, an hour and a half in. I didn't even like, watch it, but... Yeah, you're not missing anything. <laughs> and then Ghostbusters Afterlife, which leads us to our next review right now. Which we just saw. Ghostbusters <laughs> after like 2021. Um, I enjoyed it. I, we honestly didn't I, really have the highest expectations right. for it though, because as you know, most reboots kind of suck. Yeah. And it, it wasn't exactly as much of a reboot as much as like a continuation. Yeah. You know? And Paul Rudd was in it. We trust Paul Rudd. We trust Paul Rudd, yeah. which was awesome. And um, the main girl in it is played by McKenna Grace, who's she's been. She's really good. Yeah, she's like probably like 15 now or something but she's literally been acting since she was like three years old Mm -hmm. and so she Mm -hmm. was just really great at being the main protagonist in this yep but the main plot of it is um the daughter and grandkids of ghostbuster egon spangler moved to a deserted farmhouse in small town oklahoma only to find out supernatural presence growing there right so basically egon's died which he has the great hero Ramus has died yeah also in real life and it's so, sweet, like most of the movies, like in at the end, it's dedication says, to him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's really sweet. And they also like um, getting a little off topic, but they didn't try to use like weird CGI to like recreate him or make. Well, him they look... did. Yeah, but they but didn't they make him talk. Right. I know what you mean. Like, yeah. It, yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but at the end is really cool where. 
they show his face and like he's been a ghost the whole time. Yeah. I just thought that was a nice touch to it. And it gave it, I felt like connecting it to the original and like with Egon, like Spangler, like the part of the main plot is he like, basically he has, he had a daughter and he left her right. to like be like a Ghostbuster and do research and try to save the world. But then he had a falling out with Ghostbusters too. Yeah. Cause he believed that this end of the world was coming and even the Ghostbusters didn't believe him. So he went out to this farmhouse to kind of stop Gozer a second time. And he died basically. Like trying to stop the right, apocalypse. Right. But it was, it's nice at the end. It, I just felt like giving him like a family and like, even, yeah. even though he was like dead at the end and he was like at the beginning and he was like a ghost throughout, right. I just thought it was sweet. It kind of gave it like heart. You yeah, know? it like did. It did. Making him like kind of even though he was trying to save the world, like kind of realize like his faults and sort of things yeah. like that. So I don't, I don't know. I just, it was kind of emotional <clears throat> yeah. at times. <laughs> well, that brings us to our theme. I'll do the first one. Okay. I ain't afraid no ghost. <laughs> wow. That yeah. was great. That was my, <laughs> yeah, that's what I got. Or another possible theme, Taylor. It's never too late to patch up things with your friends and family. Right. And that's kind of what happens. Like Egon kind of has a falling out with everybody. Mm -hmm. And even his kids, his his daughter and his grandkids don't like him. But at the end, they kind of reconciliate. And... Even though he is dead. Yeah. But, but yeah. But you have to watch see the movie. Yeah. See what happens. Budget, Taylor. Uh, budget, $75 million, And so far, it's made $118 million, And that'll I'm, keep going up. Yeah. Right? And that'll, I'm sure... I mean, that was one week. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm sure it'll probably reach at least 200 million, I would yeah. assume. But it was just, I don't know. It was really good, like a, you know, a continuation. Yeah. And still. It wasn't as funny as the first one, obviously, because nothing can be yeah. that. But it still had some cute parts and some scary parts. Yeah. Uh, but I like how they use Gozer again as the main bad guy. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, you know, like Janine was in it. Um, so, you know, a lot of. Easter originals eggs. a lot of easter eggs throughout the movie yeah, so, yeah. and um i liked because uh, there was in um basically these two main kids they one of them's in like summer school and paul rudd's character is like the teacher, teacher and he's showing yeah. them like Cujo. he's showing them like 80s movies yeah, yeah. that are like horror Chucky, movies yeah you know? like scary movies yeah and it's kind of like referring to like this one like the original <laughs> ghostbusters you know yeah. and i just i thought it was sweet that they like just had so many Easter eggs from the yeah, first one. From like, the 80s, yeah. Like and I love Flynn. Uh, Stranger Things guy, Finn Wolfhard. Finn know? Wolfhard, yeah. yeah. Finn, he was great in it too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, best casting to it. McKenna Grace is Phoebe Spangler. Yep. Splendidly weird and funny. She tells all these dumb like jokes throughout the movie. <laughs> Trying to make friends. Yeah. And... That kid who played podcasts was good too. He was funny, yeah. He's like her only friend in the town. And of course, he has like a podcast yeah. and like the weird and a cult. And, he, and... and he's got like his microphone with him wherever he goes. <laughs> This podcast. So people. funny. Yeah. The only thing I found, like, the thing I found most outlandish about this movie is that, like, no one seemed shocked by the presence of ghosts. Like, yeah. they were, like, maybe, like, a little, like, oh my gosh, but they weren't, like, scared or anything. They yeah. were just, like, oh, okay, yeah, let's, whatever. we're hunting this ghost now. That's yeah. fine. I'm well, like, we'll what? get into that with our quotes here in a minute. <laughs> Worst casting, though, too. Um, according to my dad, Celeste O'Connor as Lucky Domingo. She's like the new and fourth Ghostbuster because Finn Wolfhard's character has like a crush on her. Right. But my dad just thinks they didn't really give her any sort of character development. Yeah, kind of like Winston. She, they're just like, all right, well, we need a fourth because, you know, we have a podcast and Phoebe and uh, Finn Wolfhard's yeah. character. So we'll just make his love interest be the fourth Ghostbuster. And she just didn't really do anything. Yeah. So. I mean, she was just like, 
she's it's like the sh- yeah she's like the sheriff's daughter but they just again put her in as a love interest yeah you know? yeah even so. that part was kind of convoluted i didn't understand yeah that. i didn't get that but whatever <laughs> yeah. memorable quotes dealer and phoebe tells all these weird jokes like what does she call them like they're almost like dad jokes like, yeah they're like oh here's my sense of humor so this is one of her jokes that she tells throughout the movie a man runs into his doctor's office and says help me doctor i'm shrinking the doctor says calm down i need you to be a little patient <laughs> but no laughter <laughs> yeah no, like everyone just stares everyone's like those are terrible <laughs> yeah so she tells like these jokes throughout mm-hmm. Uh, and this is kind of goes back to what Taylor was saying. Like in the whole movie, like nobody's scared of these ghosts that are ramp- rampaging through the town. Yeah. Uh, podcast goes, why aren't you freaking out right now? It's a ghost. And Phoebe says, overstimulation calms me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and kinda, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But that kind of tells you everything you know about her character. She's just pretty cool under pressure. Yeah. And she loves science. Yep. She's a nerd. <laughs> And then this one just kind of sums up the movie all together. Lucky says, what are you doing here in Somerville? And Trevor, who's Phil Wolfhard's character, who's the grandson of Egon, says. Honestly, my mom won't say it, but we're completely broke. And the only thing that's left in our name is this creepy old farmhouse my grandfather left us in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Right. So basically at the beginning of the movie, they they get evicted from their apartment. They just have this old farmhouse that Egon left. Yeah. And of course, you know, Egon's there. He's like haunting it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's Gozer's base of operations yeah. is there. So, yeah, I, I mean, it was definitely a good, like, skeleton, no pun intended, of a script. Yeah. I, mean, I just wish they would have had a few more laughs and a few more scares mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, because there was, like, I did like how in the house, though, there were so many, like, things, like, Egon left behind. Like, right. the ghost detector thing, Phoebe finds yeah. that. And so and they're playing chess with each other. Yeah, yeah so that I thought that was kind of cute, but it was just... Trivia, Taylor. Um, when Gruberson, who's Paul Rudd's character, is being chased through Walmart, the same tracksuit that Rick Moranis' character wore in Ghostbusters can be seen. That's and they cool. also had the Stay Puff Marshmallow guys uh, who yeah, are terrorizing yeah. Walmart. Yeah, the evil ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then the director is Jason Reitman, who is the son of Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 director, Ivan Reitman. So a little connectivity right yeah, there. Yeah, so that was awesome that they, you know, just kind of made it. That's probably why I had such a, like, sense of like family yeah it, you know? yeah because it's i mean jason grew up with his dad making those movies yeah so. uh and last bit of trivia too. uh in the original ghostbusters egon tells janine he collects spores molds and fungus when phoebe finds egon's underground bunker his collection can be seen right i didn't even realize when i was watching it. i'm like why are all these beakers down there yeah there's spores molds and fungus in there. i didn't even <laughs> think about that um sequels taylor uh probably because there were like to one of the end credit scenes was just kind of like a deleted scene from the original like Ghostbusters right and then another one just kind of talked about like Winston Winston he's like rich and famous now mm-hmm. he's like a successful businessman right and he owns the old firehouse in New York City mm-hmm. and he goes there and the containment unit where the ghosts were stored mm-hmm. is like blinking mm-hmm. so it's like kind of show some activity is yeah. there gonna be a sequel is winston gonna right. you know put it back up again right or and the, he looks the, great yeah so. he does and maybe the kids that were in this one will be in it yeah so. and then ghostbusters yeah. reunited and maybe? paul rudd who knows who knows but it was just it was it was a lot better than we thought it would be yeah and a solid seven out of ten seven out of ten i think i gave it like four out of five stars okay i thought the special effects were good like with gozer and that that uh, battle at the end with her and i thought it was cool they also had um two little like celebrity guests for even small roles um uh what's her name zool was olivia wilde oh right right right. and then this guy yeah the 
Egon Spanlor, or what was his name? No, uh, the, the, guy, the guy. The guy, the architect. I know you're talking <laughs> yes, about. Yes, the architect who basically like built the building in the first one. Yeah, he is. Ivan uh, Shandor. Yeah, Ivan Shandor. He's uh, J.K. Simmons, yeah. who my dad loves. Yeah. So it's but kind he's of, barely in it, but still. It's yeah. cool that the celeb, like those, those are like two really big celebrities, and they wanted to be in this movie even for such like a small yeah, role, well, you know. So yeah. I thought it was really good, but. Yeah. Yeah, very good, very good. And and trivia, uh, Mike in Stranger Things dressed up in a Ghostbusters outfit. Yeah, and then he was in here. The he is in the Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and it, it bonus just, trivia. There. It just had a lot of like really great references to the first one. I mean, some some people may think it was like kind of weighing like kind of being supported by the first one yeah. too much. Yeah, but maybe I just a, thought that gave it a good sense of Yeah, maybe a little too sugary like connecting it to the first one, but I I thought it was good. Yeah, um, I like that. I like when things have like Easter eggs like that. Yeah, so nice. it was really sweet. And then getting so much of the original yep. cast, cast back, back yeah, together yeah. was yeah. just awesome and you know, paying tribute to Harold yeah. Ramis and in and the way that his character was yeah, too, you know? there's probably a ton more Easter eggs. I have to go back and look at Probably. Them, so. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we recommend both. So go watch them. And I uh, hope you have a good holiday. Thank you for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you.